It's like if you if you gave R2D2 legs and a desire to kill. to Dice Like Ice, episode 29. I'm your host, Tony Acton, and with me, as always, the Chandler Bing to my Joey Tribbiani, Andrew Mitchell. Uh, It's been a long time since I've watched Friends. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Well, that's what happens when I just Google iconic duos on the fly because I forgot to look one up this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're a quality show we have here, guys. Ah, it's okay. They're both a goofy, fun-loving pair. And no Ross matter. was the bag of shit on the show, so. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, no matter what, does the quality of the show is going to be better than the last oh, one. Oh, dude, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that one, everyone. That was just, it was a travesty just across the board. We kept going back and forth, and every time we fixed it, it just kept desyncing. So. Yeah, no, it was it was just back and forth technical issues, scheduling issues. Tony had a literal laptop meltdown. It was, oh boy. Yeah. But hey, we're but back hey, now. Real, we're better. We're we're here. The real question is, uh, who was your favorite girl on Friends? I mean, there was uh, there was so much back and forth between you know Phoebe or Rachel or you know it's 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 ridiculous. I I really like the awkwardness that was Phoebe. Dude, right? Yeah, all right, cool. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah, discussion over. Let's <laughs> yeah, move on. Okay, Warhammer, right? Cool. Look at that. <laughs> I say having watched like 10 episodes of Friends in my life. <laughs> uh, I watched a lot of it because Ash went through and watched the entirety of it when we were on the road for work, so. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, Andrew, what have you been up to in this past week and a half, bud? Well, what I've been up to is uh, respecting our sponsor, Tony. Oh, yeah? What sponsor is that, yeah. Andrew? Well, as always, we are sponsored by Grip and Rip. Oh, nope, oh, there it goes. Hey, what you drinking, pal? Ah, uh, well, we, it's not a repeat beer, but it is a repeat brewer from the last time. I am drinking a Founders a Dirty Bastard Scotch Style Ale. Ooh. Rich, creamy notes with malty sweetness, and it is an 8.5-er. So, this is a, a pretty solid one there. Yeah, wow, that's, that's a big one. Oop. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's a good one. Had it plenty of times and always happy to have it again. How about you? What are you having? Well, I'm cracking out from a couple episodes. I had some left. The good old classic city lager. The clean, crisp, easy drinking lager. A nice 4.2. Aha. We got uh, somebody else with a repeat beer finally. Mm-hmm. Now, I did try a new beer yesterday. And oh, yeah. I had to cook that? out. Uh, I've had Muhu many times before. It's not my favorite. It's a milk stout. It's, uh, Muhu's a... Uh, local brewery terrapin out here it's their milk stout uh but uh brandon who was hosting the barbecue uh got some white chocolate muhus and it wasn't as bad as the normal muhu but it was also a milk stout when it was like 106 degrees outside so yeah i'm i'm a very big fan of stouts uh georgia in july is not the time i want them yeah yeah that was uh oh man i don't i don't I don't understand how people were putting those things down during the that heat. I was like, God, I, you guys, you guys enjoy. I would have had like half a one and be like, all right, I'm going to switch to a, a lager or vomit a pilsner. Or... So, but yeah, so um, it wasn't too bad though. Yeah, but uh, it's, what was it like? 
91 degrees, but with real feel with the humidity, it was like 115. Yeah, it was so bad. God, it's we we had three weeks of just pretty torrential storms. Just like every day, we'd have at least thirty minutes of storms. Kept everything fairly cool, and then as soon as that stopped, boom, instant heat. Yeah, it was uh, really, uh, pretty rough. June really lulled us into a false sense of ah, this summer might not be that bad. No, fuck no, you, it's screen be summer. Miserable. Uh, I just want to prime again one day. Dude, oh my god, I keep. Keep taking mine to, to the basement at work when nobody else is around because I have literally no other place to prime unless I want to hand prime. Oh man, yeah, I, which I did Pr- the other day. So, uh, so what uh, what have you been uh, working on? Oh, brush priming is so depressing. Uh, <laughs> hobby progress. Okay, uh, nowhere near as much as the fucking uh, epic amount that I had in the last episode because uh, it's been only two weeks as opposed to two months <laughs> since our last recording session. So, uh, yeah, uh, started off by building 20 Chaos Cultists, uh, all the new guys. Really cool sculpts, all go together very quickly. Uh, I think the most complicated guy in the kit was maybe five pieces, uh, and that was just because he had to glue the gun on the end of one of the hands. There was one that was a fucking monopose, single piece. He was You snipped it out of the sprue, and that was it. And that does not happen That's very often anymore. fucking weird, man. Yeah, and then uh, I also built a box of accursed cultists, and the same thing happened. They had another monopose sculpt in there that was one piece, and it's just like, what? The, what is happening with modern GW? I thought they stopped doing this with like metal models. Uh, but yeah, those were super cool kits. Loved them a lot. Uh, really crazy high detail for like a five point dipshit that's just just there to hold a point and maybe not die but probably will but they just look really good very excited to get to them eventually uh which i did get started on the uh cursed cultists i pretty much have them fully painted except for the basing um and i took my uh, my meat tree skills and uh if you've seen the, the models before it's kind of like demons like ripping out of the host's body so there's a lot of like pulled apart stretched gross <coughs> excuse me pulled apart gross uh, stretched skin, so they're like splitting out of them. Uh, and so I painted all the demons to have kind of that raw, muscly meat look that I did with the trees. And then uh, just a lot of blood effects and shiny gore and just just nasty, nasty guys. Uh, a lot of very The Thing-inspired uh, guys there. There's one yeah. dude with like his sternum split down the middle as one big mouth who looks very similar to one of the monsters from uh, the prequel movie of The Thing, which is terrible, but had some good monster designs. Um... Uh, a lot of a lot of just different like one guy's like a mass of tentacles with a bunch of eyes coming out of it and so i painted all those this is really gnarly but a really cool kit i'm excited to get a second box of them at some point uh speaking of a kit that i'm excited to get a second box of eventually i also built a box of chaos possessed uh similar vibes but not quite as uh, exploding out of their skin as the accursed cultists but uh new kits are uh, an amazing upgrade from the uh, 2000s one. The 2000s ones were so fucking chunky and goofy, and these guys are significantly more elegant. Yeah. A uh, couple of arm options on them, but on the whole, they're fairly monopose. Uh, they had a few where it's like, uh, you can get a big, like, crushing tentacle arm with spikes coming out of it, or a chain axe that's, like, half demonic and has, like, bug legs coming out of it and stuff. Um, this guy could have a big hand with claws, or you can swap that out for, like, a big praying mantis claw. A lot of little options like that, but on the whole, they look pretty much the same. But uh, really cool kits. I'm starting to paint them now. Uh, super fun doing the flesh tones on them. I started blocking out the bone on them right now. And then get to do all the, the trim for Chaos, which is uh, super fun. Um, 
Also started painting uh, two Chaos Obliterators at the same time, just because they're roughly the same paint scheme with all the flesh and stuff. So I'm just they're they're kind of like big boy possessed with extra guns. Um, let's see. After that, bought and built a Chaos Sorcerer because uh, eh, the Chaos Sorcerer is pretty okay in the current rules. Mainly, I also want to have him as a proxy for a Master of Possession because uh, Master of Possession never got a single kit release. It only came with the uh, Shadow Spear box. So there's something like $130 online now because they're actually kind of good. And I'm not paying that for one 70-point model. Which is wild because uh, like the Shadow Spear box, like eight months ago, you could get the Chaos half of the Shadow Spear box for yeah, uh, and then they actually became fairly decent in ninth, and then they're pretty decent in tenth as far as uh, everything I've read online. So uh, even the Venom Crawler is kind of okay. It's still not great for its points, but like it's not bad anymore. So that's something. And those Obliterators came from that kit, um, but they got uh, their own release with the Venom Crawler, and they came in the Wrath of the Soulforge King box with uh, Vashtor, so they're actually still around for a reasonable price. But, uh, yeah, so maybe someday they'll release that Master of Possession again. Who knows? Uh, if they ever do, I'll buy it. If not, I'll just keep proxying this Chaos Sorcerer, I guess. Um, I also got the uh, Land Raider. I think I said I bought that last week. Uh, I built it this week. Chaosed it up. Uh, added a bunch of skulls and chains and stuff. Big uh, horns left over from the Chaos Knights kit. Uh, just made them look nice and spiky and scary. I got the... Uh, the 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 Horus Heresy Proteus, I think it is the the goofy old guy, one with like the exposed tracks uh, based on the original Land Raider kit from yeah, way yeah, back yeah. in the day. That's it, that was a fun one. Um, it wasn't the most heinous vehicle kit I've ever built, but it was a lot of like you have to sandwich together the individual tracks and then put the links on them and then build the box of the chassis and all that. It was, it was a little frustrating to put together, but I got it done in less than three hours. So I guess that's pretty good for a vehicle that size. It's pretty solid. Um, yeah, uh, I got it primed and everything, so it's ready to paint as soon as I feel like doing a big vehicle. Uh, speaking of vehicles, I also got the Horus Heresy Vindicator. Um, similar thing, just, uh, I actually found that one a little more frustrating to put together than the Land Raider because um, it had more of the links on the tank tracks and then same thing with sandwiching together the sides of the vehicle. For some reason, the um, the bottom of the tank, just like something about how the kit goes together, the little like pegs that sandwich together to form the box uh, were really, really tight in the, the little like uh, docks that they were supposed to go into on the sides of the tank and I had to f essentially force it together to the point where I'm like oh this piece of plastic's gonna fucking break on me so I had to like shave off uh, like a like a nanometer of plastic at a time try it again nope, nope shave off a little bit more so that ended up taking me as long or longer than the, the Land Raider to put together but it uh, came out really well. I, I was just excited to get new models based on the Rhino chassis instead of getting yeah. the uh, mid to early 2000s that have been sitting around for ages and ages uh continuing the buying horus heresy stuff to convert to chaos i also got with that cool new um praetor the guy with the big uh, two-handed <laughs> axe that they released for horus heresy to convert into just your basic foot slog and chaos lord super simple uh just uh snipped up some of the old chaos like shoulder pads to mix and match so i don't have uh don't, he doesn't want. He doesn't need to look too clean and too horus heresy i wanted to look like he was you know properly falling to chaos um added a big eight point star on his back banner all that fun stuff so pretty pretty simple pretty easy uh i also built abaddon the despoiler which uh is very easy to build kit i kind of expected him to be a little more annoying to put together but totally fine um 
he actually had a pretty interesting build where the way they do him, they actually like design the undersuit of his Terminator armor and you build the armor on top of that. Oh, that's neat. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure why they went to that level of detail, but it was really cool. Uh, so if you wanted to, I guess you could just have like a jumpsuit version of Abaddon without all of the, the shoulder pads and stuff. So that was kind of cool. Uh, I went with the like masked rebreather version of the head just because I'm still going to paint them up like uh, Iron Iron Warriors, even though he's, you know, Black Legion, his own thing. But whatever, I don't really care. He's my model. I'll do what I want. Um, t- left the back banner off uh, or um, not back banner, the his big cape with uh, the big like fur trim and all that stuff, because uh, I would have to paint that separately and put it on. And I just really didn't care to, honestly. <laughs> so uh, he's been primed lead belcher. He'll be fast to paint whenever I get to him. Uh, speaking of painting, I painted 10 Terminators and a Chaos Terminator Lord, the um, uh, Warhammer Anniversary one, like the big corn specific guy that they did. I just went ahead and painted him like my Iron Warriors. Um, and we can just say he takes the mark of corn every time, which he probably will because it's really good right now. Um, they were really fun to paint. I uh, actually used some of that um, tiny, tiny masking tape that you gave me like two years ago yeah. to... Uh, so it's a mask off the caution tape areas, and that great, was that was right? great. Yeah, it worked perfectly for that. I just uh, painted the the whole section yellow first. I did um, Everland Sunset and Imperial Fist Contrast, and then went back over it a little bit with Uriel Yellow just to make some of the areas pop a bit more, and then taped it off, and boom, black stripe, good to go, perfect. Just just barely had to touch up some areas where there was a little bit of slippage, but nothing too crazy other than that. And uh, I was pretty. Uh, accidentally thematic because I finished painting them while watching the, the original The Terminator movie and I didn't even think about that until I was about halfway through the movie. I'm like, oh, I'm painting Terminators while watching Terminator. Awesome. Because <laughs> I'm fucking new. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much all I got done. It's it's still been a pretty good bit, but just nowhere near as much as last last episode. That was that was too much. <laughs> so are you, uh, you going to end up getting the pasta wizard since you play Chaos? Um, maybe it'll just kind of depend on how much I need to cast or to use a chaos sorcerer for my particular army because they're just kind of okay right now with index hammer. We'll see once the codex comes out. And also it's Forge World, so I don't know if I want to pay Forge World prices for a maybe, but it would be very funny to have the possible I love that fucking model. It's pretty great. Heresy's got some pretty solid uh, character ones. I kind of want to get, um, what was it? The uh, Galverbach or whatever? The like? Um, oh yeah! The, the word bearers specific possessed because they would look really cool with my other possessed because um, they have their own thing, but still kind of lean towards that particular aesthetic. But uh, again, I don't want to pay fortune prices for that. So yeah. But uh, anyway, so how about you? How's your hobby progress been in the almost two weeks since we last recorded? Uh, not as much as yours, but man, it's going to be a pain in the ass editing all the fireworks out of this episode. So listeners, yeah, I'll, I'll do what I can, but it's 4th of July weekend and it's, that's like fucking Fallujah over here. Yeah. July 2nd. You'll probably hear a few going off on my side as well. Yeah. Um, so first thing I did was I got for my birthday. Danielle got me fucking, uh, Cindy Pie Whistle and Buggy Puggy Bacon Breath for fucking Buggy Bacon Breath. Buggy Bacon Breath for Blood Bowl. Dude, god damn it. Those are tiny little models, but oh, they're awesome. I like that you don't even have a halfling team. You just have them because they're cool. I don't actually have a team that can use them. Yeah, you don't. You don't have a <laughs> no, team. Or, I don't. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> Do you're not just have a team chaos that can and. Yeah, because Norse are chaos. Norse are chaos. Gaben's chaos. chaos. 
Um, then there's orcs and snotlings. Those are my four teams that I've got. So yeah, I don't have a team that can use them. So gotta... well, I guess I guess you can borrow my plain Jane human team if you ever want to play with them. Uh, well, what I might end up doing is um, getting uh, an imperial nobility team and kit bashing them with some old bits I've got and run the Naf Bretonian team. That'd be fun. So I mean, they suck, but whatever. It's Bretonians. Yeah, it's me. Right, you know speaking of which uh i painted a little bit more on a couple of nights for old world's release in like seven to ten business years yeah <laughs> but yeah broke through some of those got working on those kind of organized some of the ones that i had sitting around i'm really fucking excited about it man i think old world's gonna be a lot of fun i definitely want to see more of the uh the new sculpts that they put out for it which what they've shown so far has been very good um and then how the rules are going to be if it's just going to play like eighth edition warhammer fantasy again or if they're going to actually like i'd be fine with refine the rule set yeah i mean uh, yeah uh mainly i just want more goblin heroes if they release a new snickrot or uh, Scarsnick, rather. Snickrot's a (laughs) yeah work for 40k (laughs) uh a new Scarsnick with the gobla um I would love it if they did a new um, uh, uh, Grom the Paunch. That would be hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's still I'm I'm interested. I don't know if I'll go full blown into a whole new army for it, but if it's easy for me to use my current Gloom Spike Gits as Night Goblin skin, that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then Elias just pawned off a whole bunch of fucking Skaven on me because I definitely needed more Skaven. So I still have to go through all those there's at least three storm fiends and like 20 clan rats and a handful of giant rats and stuff in there yeah so like it's it's another big addition to my already comically large skaven army uh i was pawned off a a baggy old school chaos warriors on me and like i mean we'll see if i ever get to them that's okay i'm pawning off some of my old corn mortal stuff onto him so it works out well there you go Add to everybody's backlog. Exactly. Uh, Speaking of backlogs, I started building a bunch of Frostgrave, just random henchmen and attachments and stuff, because I got an absolute just killer deal on eBay for a ton of the old metal Frostgrave wizards. Oh, you should have seen them. I had them on Wednesday up there to show them out. Uh, to matt and danielle but it's the Uh, wizard i was busy building my vindicator (laughs) yeah it's the wizard and apprentice for all 10 schools of magic uh plus a bunch of the random hitchmen plus like a lich lord some treasure tokens encounters all kinds of stuff like that uh one or two kickstarter exclusive models and it was it was like i think i got it for like 50 or 52 bucks or something like that all in metal all in metal and each one nice. of the Wizard and Apprentice pairs sell for 15 And I got That's 10 awesome. of them plus a bunch of others. I think it ended up being like 31 or 32 miniatures, something like that. Man, for a multitude of reasons, I'm super excited to go back to Nova this year. But I really just <laughs> yeah. want to go to the old Bits guy who's just oh selling random God, single minis. I'm so excited about that. I just can't wait to pick up some goofy old goblins and dwarves and shit again. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so built a bunch of those henchmen to go with that painted up a couple of guys uh the big one i painted up was one of the old metal dwarf slayer models so he's um, all... i have that exact that exact model for my frost grave oh, nice. that I I didn't last year that. yeah uh let's send a picture or whatever i feel like taking nice. him out. but yeah so he was uh, he was a fun one to paint and uh brushed on primer for about 30 models and then just lost interest in painting because that was fucking soul crushing yeah, you do what you got to do in this fucking humidity. Oh though. God, 
Uh, but when I was digging around to try and find more 25mm bases in my pile of shame, uh, I came across a sprue, and you know what was on that sprue, Andrew? You'll never uh, fucking guess what model was on the sprue that I ended up building. Black Lotus for Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Damn it, how did you know? Uh, no. I'm just that good. It is a Chaos Demon model. Okay. It is Skull Taker. Oh. I bought it years ago because it's just such a cool fucking model, and I finally built him the other day. He's the one that has the cape that's made of skulls, Yeah, no, right? he has the most skulls per capita. Yeah, it's a good one. He has an entire cape of skulls, and it's it's sitting right here on my desk next to me. Yeah, it'll be fucking fun to paint. So holding a flaming skull. My god, those fucking fireworks. Yeah, they're going off on my end, too. Sorry again, yeah. y'all. It's, it's the fourth, and people don't care about other I'm, people's I'm just glad that the moose just doesn't care about fireworks. He could give two fucks less. Yeah, same thing with Bosco. He's the chillest cat. He'll look up and be like, what was that? I don't care. And go back to sleep. Uh, but then uh, going into 40k, I got everything prepped to build my Valdor tank hunter. The, the big cannon Forge World tank that I'll probably never use because it's really not very good. As most Forge World is. Um, I still want to build my second Thunderbolt fighter, though, just because Thunderbolts are the coolest fucking model in 40k. And I will fight oh, you just put them up on fit. You put them up on fishing line and hang them above your work desk, and every time you look at it, you make just noises. buy buy a second fan for the room to hook them to, and just keep it on low. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like fucking four hundred dollars of resin whizzing around my head. What could go wrong? There's dude, just, those things are heavy. Have you picked up that thunderbolt? I have not. It's fu- it's a, just a brick of resin. Sound finance fi- uh, fi- fine financial investment. Decision? Yeah. You smell toast. <laughs> Always. I work at a sandwich shop. God, we are we are stroking out today. We were playing Valheim earlier and everybody was just for everybody's just forgetting words for things. Well, like Trent on the last episode trying to remember assembly line painting. Yeah. <laughs> Match painting. <laughs> uh, but then uh I ended up building um the shield weapons batteries for my guard. They were in the Cadia stands box. I got two of those built and built them where I could switch out all the weapons on them. Uh, and then really the only other progress I did was getting all the weapon options and stuff like that for my Sentinels. I need to find a way to get about a dozen more Hunter Killer missiles because they're free on my tanks now and actually worth it. I think I have like three from back when I had a small Gene Stealer Colts army and had a couple of Sentinels, so I'll dig through my bits box and let you know if that, I come across that'd any. That'd be great. I'm, I'm really toying with the idea of just press molding them. Uh, and then Honestly, that them. would be an easy one. Yeah, because yeah. they're they're very small, simple things, so. Yeah, pretty, pretty not crazy on details, not much undercutting. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, and uh, I finally, I think I've hashed out the list I want to use for the RTT in a couple of weeks, so. Yeah, and uh, I, apparently there's a couple of people who didn't pay, so I might be uh, I might be filling in a yeah, slot. I might be playing a, in my first 40k a, tournament. I think we got 14 people on it right now. We a couple of people dropped, a couple of people joined. So yeah, listeners, uh, when this comes out, there still might be one or two slots for the July 15th RTT. Yeah, if you're in the Athens area or feel like doing a bit of a drive, come check it out. Uh, we got one guy coming down from I think Chattanooga. That's, uh, that's a track. Like six hour drive? Oh, no, it's like three. Three. What am I thinking of? Knox, uh, Nashville. Yes, I think that's Nashville's it, yeah. about six hours from six, seven hours. Knoxville's yeah. about four and a half, five. 
Well, cool. That's a that's a pretty decent little drive, but yeah. hey, glad you're making it. Should have a, should have a good turnout for it. So looking forward to it. Um, I think my goal is after this RTT, I want to start on the Warhound. Oh, that'll be fun. So I got hey, I got to Nova rebuild. again. Yeah, so we're, we're we're gonna be now gonna it's be Andrew's turn getting to impulse by a Titan. No, because I don't got impulse to buy, purchase money for a Titan, but you do, and you can get a Warlord now. <laughs> no, I'm not getting a Warlord. You're getting a Warlord. I don't even have you're right, you're right. interest we, in We have to work Warlord. our way up. You have to get the Nexus. <laughs> yeah, the Reaver's next. <laughs> Is it the Reaver? Oh, yeah, it's the yes. Reaver, and the then, Reaver, the, then the Nemesis. Nemesis. The Warlord. Yeah, okay. So f- we got to go four years in a row to get a Titan every time. Christ, no. No, oh, I'm just excited about the, uh, the Plastic Lancer kit. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I love that Matt bought a resin one, <laughs> like right just, as they announced it. No, no, he bought it afterwards. They already yeah, yeah, yeah. announced it. It was like a week after. But yeah, yeah anyway, yeah, I actually still have to get and build one model for my tournament list, though, because I've tweaked it around. I, I have everything for a 2K list. I don't know if it'll be optimized, and uh, it's Iron Warrior, so it'll be half painted because I lead belter sprayed everything. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, w- I will not be completed by then because uh, I'm, I'm taking it slow with the caution stripes. Yeah, I've got to paint my two Sentinels, uh, but it's got to actually get fucking not eight billion percent humidity for me to do that, and then uh, buy Ursula Creed and get her painted and built. You gonna put her with the uh, fucking awesome helmet? Adoption? Oh fuck yeah, she's gonna be wearing a helmet. I don't know if I want her holding the stick or holding binoculars though. Binoculars? If she's got the helmet, go very like patent. Yeah, with that's her. that's my thought too. Uh, yeah, all right. She's she's a general. She shouldn't be in there bonking. She should be giving orders. Well, it's a stick of office. Stick of bonking. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a power staff of some sort. I do love that she's got the dual las pistols like her pops did in his model. I have his model somewhere. I've tried to find it. I have no clue where the fuck it is, but I have a bad habit of losing guard models. So. Uh, they're pretty tiny. They are. And looking at that model, he's he's wompy as fuck looking compared to new guard. He'd really stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just run her model. Just gotta go pick one up. Uh, but yeah, that's really all the hobby progress I made. Um, unfortunately, the cards and stuff didn't come into the local shop out here. Yeah, yeah, the next cards. Yeah, I have not, uh, I haven't ordered any yet, but uh, if I'm doing a tournament, I probably should pick up a pack of them. Yeah, but I did end up getting a set of the deployment zone markers. They were like one of the pre-order bonuses for Leviathan, you know. Yeah, you yeah. didn't pre-order though, because I did not know more Space Marines or Tyranids, right? <laughs> that is correct. But um, Kason got an, had an extra and hooked me up with it. Nice awful cool of them oh yeah oh man so uh games played you played many the past week and a half you should know you were half of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh tony and i did uh, a couple of learning games of 10th edition because uh i'm excited for new rules that are a little more simple than previous edition and um we immediately fucked up all kinds of rules oh but, yeah right uh, out of the gate but that's why you play learning but... games but it's okay, because I don't think it would have mattered too much. So first game, Iron Warriors versus his guard. Uh, you took a uh, Robledorn, which is uh, kind of all you needed. <laughs> yep, it did that was, all of the work. Dude, that was the hottest I've ever seen you roll dice. You yeah, like, was... legitimately rolled nothing but fives and sixes. Yeah, that thing cleaned fucking house. It, it solo killed 
a terminator or sorry a, a land raider full of terminators the terminators fell out of the land raider with some extra mortal wounds it then promptly killed all of the terminators and my chaos lord and terminator <laughs> the very next with them deleted that entire squad of terminators that was fucking no wild. it was one of those games where like like i was starting to get a little pissy and then you just killed the rest of my army like you tabled me in two rounds bad and then by the by the second round i was just i was just like fuck let's just go get a beer jesus <laughs> <laughs> so we went we got a beer we talked rules and then we came back and uh we actually rolled a little more average i was able to actually roll above a two tony was able to roll below a five and uh, i ended up winning the second match uh because uh, yeah i was able to shoot a bunch uh chosen with mark of corn do very well um obliterators with mark of zinch do very well uh possessed with mark of slanesh do very well it was it was it was a good time <laughs> significantly more even until round four when your dice went ice fucking cold. oh my god right like it was it was the exact polar opposite of our first game where you did nothing but sixes you were just getting twos and ones hey but that's blood bowl baby that's blood bowl baby <laughs> <laughs> we should just say that for everything from oh, now yeah. on. That's oh, blood I, bowl, have baby. I have been it's great i love it oh did you did your Lannisters beat me in a Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Miniatures or not? That's Bubble, Bubble, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get one in since we didn't actually play any this time. I know, um, yeah. It's a, it's a good game, so, but we, we do need to play another one. Okay, hey, sure. listeners, so if you're that. going to Nova and want to catch in a quick game of uh, the Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis or not, hit us up because uh, it doesn't take much space to throw those little bastards into a box. Yeah, and there's a, um, a bad cast meetup where a lot of people are going to play like an impromptu tournament on Thursday. So if we have time after uh, doing AOS Getting doubles, smoked might, in uh, doubles, might hop in on that. So that'll be fun. We really need to make a doubles list soon. Yeah, we should uh, really figure that out. We're like two months we got like, out. We got Shit. like two months, yes. So if I'm taking Slanesh, I got to get painting. If I'm taking Caradron, I got to get building. Uh, there's a very good chance I'll just take uh, Trog Herd, though, say, just because they're gonna pretty good. It's going to be rats and goblins, let's be honest here. Yeah, I mean, we, we know what we like. Um, yeah, so, second burp. So, after our uh, our learning games of New 40k, I ended up playing some Blood Bowl with Trent. He picked up the, uh, the rules for sevens, which I've never played before until then. So, typically in Blood Bowl, you need 11 players on the pitch, but sevens has its own smaller map. And you can only bring seven players at a time. You can have more, but um, the way sevens is done, it's kind of the equivalent of like high school football. So uh, like even in the lore, they talk about how like the fans that are there are like uh, bored girlfriends and family <laughs> because it's just like dipshit, absolute smallest of the small Blood Bowl players trying to make it big. So you can only take seven people on the pitch. Uh, you can't take big guys because those only show up in, the, in uh, like the proper like NFL games, essentially. Um, if you buy rerolls, they cost double what they would normally cost in normal Blood Bowl, which is uh, prohibitively expensive. So nobody buys rerolls, which was very interesting. It made the game significantly more nail biting when you would fuck up because normally you have one or two rerolls where you can go, okay, well I can I can make this work. Nope, you just fuck up. So uh, our first game, I took my lizardman and Trent took his uh, his corn guys, and uh, it seems like the speedier your your team is, the fast the, the better you're probably going to do in sevens because it's such a small pitch. So I was able to uh, just get skinks, just get them the ball, and they were just able in like two turns to run across the entire pitch. So I ended up winning uh, two to zero, which uh, was fine because corn just wants to punch, and that's like their whole shtick. And uh, the the game is faster and smaller, so it's only seven. 
seven rounds per half instead of eight, which makes a pretty marked difference. So uh, he didn't have time to actually kill my team, which was uh, pretty interesting. Um, but then we re-racked and played uh, Wood Elves versus Shambling Undead, because I haven't actually played my Undead team in a while. I've been doing a lot of orcs for the, uh, the tournament, so I... Uh, or um, the league rather so i wanted to give it a give it a bit of a, tr- a mix up so he went uber speedy and i went average speedy um so it ended up uh, being a 1-1 tie because i got a pretty good early touchdown with my uh my white runner or no my ghoul runner uh white backing him up and then uh trent was able to whip off just the most uh, okay so i had it at his end zone he was able to blitz tackle me, knock the ball out. His next turn, he was able to run a person forward to get to the ball. He had to make a three-up dodge, a three-up dodge, a three-up dodge, a four-up dodge, which he did. He then had to go for it twice, which he did. He then had to make a long bomb pass, which is essentially a Hail Mary to get all the way across the board, which means even with all the bonuses that he got for throwing, he still needed a six, which he got... <laughs> And then he needed a two-up to grab the ball, which, of course, he got. And then he got a touchdown. And it was just one of those ones where I was like, well, that is uh, that's Blood Bowl, baby. <laughs> so it was it was hilarious, though, because I was the whole time I'm like, he's going to fail this one. Nope, going to fail this one. Nope, going to fail this one. Nope, definitely has to fail this one. Nope. And it was just that for five or six rolls. And uh, it was it was elf bullshit lifts. That was just what it was. It was great. It was a fun time. But uh, yeah, sevens is really good. We were able to to whip out two games in like an hour and a half, and that was with a, a chunk of time of us sitting around and shooting the shit as well. So that's a that's a really good way to knock out some games very quickly if you don't want to commit to like a whole proper blood bowl match. So uh, yeah, sevens, good time, recommend it. Definitely looking forward to learning and playing some sevens. Same game, just uh, you're not taking a big guy, and you're probably not going to get rerolls. And no secret oh, weapons yeah. too, so- right? No secret weapons, yeah, because you can't afford them because you're the dipshit high school team. So goblins are completely screwed. Can't wait to use my snotlings. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> 20, just snotlings. twenty morons. Oh man, yeah, but I could afford rerolls. That's definitely true. <laughs> yeah, no trolls to take up all your money. Well, what'd you play, Tony? Other than the games against me, of course. Yeah, so obviously we had those two games of forty k. Uh, then I guess technically I didn't play this game, but I'm going to count it as playing because uh, I sat David and Benson against each other in a game of Blood Bowl and taught them. So I was like half playing both sides. Benson is rolled. Yeah. Benson rolled the meanest dice I've ever fucking seen in a game. He was running uh, my orc team versus your uh, fun dead, the necromantic horrors, and dude. Every time Benson hit somebody, they just went fucking down. Yeah, the uh, the Necromatic Corps are, they're not the toughest team, but they're also not exactly weak either, so he was rolling pretty high. Yeah, well, it also doesn't help that uh, the kickoff event was a random player gets in a fight with the ref, and it was one of David's werewolves. And then, like, yeah. the fucking second play of the game, one of Benson's orcs just decks the other werewolf and takes him out for the game, too. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, those just, are your cruise missiles. It, you need was, them bad. To it was real bad. Um, and then, oh god, what else? Um, yeah, David also had just tremendously bad luck in that game. And I was like, okay, well, you only need a two to pick up this ball. Oh, all right, you rolled a one. That's okay, you got a reroll. So now you just need a, oh, wow, that's another one. Okay, well, that's a turnover. 
Uh, all right, so this is going to be uh, a, you almost have enough for a three dice block here. Oh, you, you double skulled. Okay, we'll just use that reroll. Oh, wow, you you double skulled again. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> so that's Blood Bowl, baby. That's <laughs> uh. It seemed like he was still having fun, though. Oh, which yeah, is they, what were, makes, they were laughing and having fun, for sure. What makes Blood Bowl a good game is even if you had a bad game, you still had fun. And that is, uh, as they say, a song of Ice and, uh, Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis or not, baby. Yeah. Uh, and then this past Wednesday, I taught Danielle how to play Blood Bowl. She ran her orcs versus my Norse team. Yeah, I was running my Norse. Uh, and it ended as a classic Blood Bowl score of a one-to-one tie. Because oh <laughs> yep. that's that's what we do, apparently, in this family, is just one-one fucking ties, Andrew. Teaching teaching games are either the first time you've ever played, you win, amazingly, or it's a one-one. Yeah, but she had fun. She picked it up pretty quick, so she's looking forward to it. She's been looking at teams. Um, she's told me the idea of either orcs, because everyone loves orcs, because they are just they just hit things. Uh, they're great. Or Amazons. That would be new and different. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to get her to get Amazons. I might just buy her a fucking box of Amazons and be like, Blood Bowl team! Well, they're fast, but they also hit fairly hard for being a fast team. So they're they're a nice uh, mix between, like, humans and elves. Yeah, yeah. They're not quite as elf bullshit, but they're not quite as not particularly good at anything like the humans are, so. Yeah, but uh, other than that, all I've played is some Valheim. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been what we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a good time. It's probably what we'll do when we finish recording this episode. We, we just beat the boss of the swamp. We're moving on to mountains now. Fuck Bone Mask. Jesus Christ. Bon- Boner Mask can eat a dick. That dude is a piece of shit. Fuck him. God. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's that's all the games played we've got. Um, there was a reveal yesterday, Andrew. Did you watch any of it? I didn't watch a damn thing, but I sure did look at all the videos afterwards yeah, when I woke up at leisurely 10 o'clock on my Saturday. Yeah, it was super cool having the Discord go absolutely ape shit at 7.45 in the morning. That was great, guys. Thank, thanks, Elias. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't just Elias. <laughs> Phil and Jeff were part of it, too. It's Saturday. Why the fuck weren't you sleeping? Bastards. Well, Elias has kids, but... <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, uh, man, so, uh, so what's some of the cool stuff that's popped up on Andrew? Anything you want to pull up and talk about? uh the what was it the not warhammer 40k preview which uh well we'll get some of the less yeah. good stuff out of the way first so uh they did do a new Warcry band for cruel boys which was interesting uh what was it called the monster killer band led by the trophy laden beast knob who looks like he's gonna fall over he has too much bullshit he has way too much going on on his model so it's a, a cruel boys boss with like He's got a fucking lizard skull on his shoulder, clearly some kind of a seraphon mount. Uh, he's got huge tusks on his back. He's got a back backpack full of eggs. Like, he, he just looks like he's going to fall over. There's way too much going on on this mini. But he does have a, a cool little guy with him who's just a hobgrot, and he's got a big egg. Yeah. He's just hanging out. He's got, like, a turtle shell and a big helmet with a spike on it. So he's, he's a cool one. Uh, squeaky fucking chair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, they also have trained baboons, apparently, which yeah. uh, I guess that's that's the theme of these war bands is baboons, <laughs> which these actually look good. These are these are good models, unlike the ghoul baboons, which are fucking terrible. And I will die on that hill. Yeah, the gorillas are real fucking bad. Uh, and then the basic cruel boys, I actually like a lot. They have um, a lot of seraphon like lizardmen skulls as helmets, which I think actually works for their aesthetic pretty well. Yeah. 
Uh, and then they got some guy with a drum who's yelling, and he just kind of looks like he's going, Hey, guys, come over here. And I like him. I think that the worst model in there is the leader model, which is fucking weird to me. All the rest of the them are awesome models. The leader's just kind of bad. There's just too much shit going on with Yeah, him. he's got a lot going on. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a cool sculpt, but there's a lot going on on that fucking model. Yeah, because he's got like... He's got all the dangly leather bits that the Cruel Boys aesthetic has. He's got little random bits and bobs of armor. He's got this huge, like, fur pelt on his back, and then the big skull, and then the big tusks, and the big basket with the eggs, and shit hanging off the big tusks. It's 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 too much. Yeah, no, this is a, a great warband to pick up uh, if you're a D&D player. Yeah, no, <laughs> we get some cool random monkey models and some cool swamp orcs and uh, just a cool little guy holding an egg. Yeah, what's not to love? Yeah. How about you? What's uh, what, what piqued your interest here? Uh, well, I have no interest in the game, but the models were kind of nice from it. Uh, and that is Scabix Plague Pact coming to corrupt the Weird Hollow in the new yeah. uh, in Underworlds. Um, it is a Clan Pestilence warband. Are they? They're called warbands in this, right? I'm going to call them warbands. Yes, I don't actually know. I don't either. Because war because warbands is war cry. War cry. I don't, I yeah. Don't know what you do with i guess gangs groups posses yeah. it's a posse yeah we're gonna go with posse uh so the uh pestilence posse over here it's got a really really good like clan pestilence wizard it's got all the fucking smoke and stuff coming out of it you've got uh, a dude who's just holding the fucking staff you've got two of the sensor bearers which are really dynamic and good looking models uh yeah then you've got a guy who has not one, but two rusty knives and is very happy with himself. It's pretty terrific. <laughs> it is pretty terrific. But you the, got one big rat just with yeah, a big chunk dude, of that's fucking... A, that's the best fucking model in here is the rat is like, my motherfucking warpstone. Just fucking holds it to his chest. Uh, these are really well really well painted models. They have really good, like... like uh, that's not checkers what is that the, the triangles. Dags. Um, dags dags yeah really good dags on like the the edges of the robes and stuff it makes me wonder if they're if they're like actually sculpted on there if they aren't then that's some amazing freehand but... that, like it looks like transfers well look at look at the fucking the warp stone on the main guy's staff like that's incredible yeah it's fucking wild this is this is probably one of the best fucking skaven paint jobs I've ever seen in a warcom article Oh, easily. Uh, these are on par with the Eshin guys. They released, what, like eight months ago? Whenever the last Codex or Battletome came out? Uh, it was like a year ago. Yeah. We when that band came pretty. out. But so those were good sculpts and they were well painted. But this is just a whole nother level on it. Like it's it's really fucking well painted. For sure. But what's really funny. Does that one rat have if a you look... peg leg? No, it's his staff. He's standing on the bell. Okay. If you, if you look real close at a couple of them, there's some uh, fucking cat hair that stuck to the bases when they took pictures of them. No, which one? Oh my the, god, there the, is the main guy. The main guy, and then uh, the guy with the, like, hook dagger and the staff with the scrolls on it. I don't think that's cat hair, that's the... It might just be dust, but it looks like cat hair. Fucking great. I love it. Uh, oh, love it's it. stuck to the base. You could tell they were take they were uh, behind taking pictures on that one. Oh, well, yeah, on the um, on the little little warpstone hugging rat. There's part of a thumbprint on the base too. You can see there. Yep, but it's <laughs> kind of fun seeing these little imperfections, especially it, when the actual paint jobs really good. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. It's just I was blown away when I saw the fucking paint job. But yeah, what's uh, what's the next one? Because I don't no paint job we're gonna see is gonna stand up to that. 
No, definitely. But uh, uh, something that a lot of people have been speculating would happen for a very long time, uh, they're bringing back Epic. So uh, Horus Heresy, the Legions Imperialis, uh, they're bringing back tiny, tiny, tiny marines and tiny, tiny, tiny tanks and tiny, tiny, tiny sentinels to go with your tiny, tiny, tiny titans. Yeah, it's uh, Adeptus Titanicus basing materials the game. Yeah. I mean, and the rules might be fun. It might be a really cool game. Um, and again, if I just do Iron Iron Warriors for it, just paint them lead belcher and put a little blob of yellow every now and again for the caution stripes. It looks so weird to me because it's just like, all right, everyone huddled together in this tiny little spot. I mean, you know, it's it's representing a large scale battle. I, I you know. know it's just it's strange. I mean, yeah, we'll just have to see how the rules are. And think of it this way. It's another reason for you to get even more tanks. I, know, I was about to say the tanks, though, are fucking gorgeous the solar auxiliary guys just look like little poo puddles but god damn those are some clean lehman russes and macarius battle tanks it's really fun to see this this fucking what is it like six millimeter or something yeah six millimeter yeah and just seeing like you can tell that they tried really hard to make these good, well-painted models. There's 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 edge highlights. You can tell there's some some volumetric highlighting on some of like the beaks and stuff for the helmets. But uh, ooh, it's really hard to have a good a good paint job at this scale. Yeah, and the thing is, on the big picture they show, it's got like the Titans and all the other stuff on it. the 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 models get washed out. Like it's a tan and green model on a gray base on a gray mat it's just it wasn't a great uh, choice yeah yeah like if they would have done death guard i think blood angels would have been a good choice there because they would have popped or if they did if they done like a black background or like a blue like something just where you could see what the fuck is going on now i, I totally get you they're, yeah they're a little bit lost in that picture but if you look at the uh the close-up pictures on the Warcom article they shine a little bit better oh yeah no for sure but it's still highlighting six millimeter fucking infantry i would not i i would probably give them a, a base coat and a wash and then maybe pick out shoulder pads but that would be about you, it you want to know what would be a great thing for fucking slap chop would be these guys oh easily yeah uh i like they they made what are these charonite ogrins they're just these fuck yeah. off big dudes with drills for hands yeah uh, i think there's actually models for those in the forge world range for are there yeah but what's weird is it looks like they're the size of fucking dreadnoughts on here yeah I, like I they are a scale very thing. large i like that the solar auxiliary melee dudes all have fire axes <laughs> yeah. i didn't notice that until yeah. i'm looking at it now yeah they they look like the uh fucking breachers yeah yeah they're pretty similar to that uh that kill team and then they have uh, a new sentinel model they have um yeah what are they called they have the Malkador heavy tanks, and then they have the, fuck, what is it? The Athon heavy Sentinel, where it's just way more heavily armored. It's kind of like halfway between a Sentinel and a Dreadnought. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm tangentially excited because we play Titanicus, so we have like half the rules for the game already, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, and we've both got Aeronautica stuff. Yeah, although mine's Orcs, so... <laughs> But uh, yeah, so but the, but the, that's another big thing. They confirm that Aeronautica will be a part of this game. All of these models will play well together, which of course everybody expected since it was all yeah, same scale. They've been talking about that for years. It's like no, it's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and it finally did. And there's gonna be a box set coming out of it that comes with a bunch of tanks and a bunch of little space marines and the Solar Auxiliary and two Warhound Titans. So that's a 
seems like a very cool way to both get into Titanicus a little bit and this try, try out this new uh, new game system. I want a six millimeter Battlefleet Gothic. Oh, that would be cool. Maybe the that's what's next sh- to the, the pipeline. The ships are the size of compact cars still. Do so. We have uh, a lot of people in our local Discord who are you know a little grumpy that it's all uh, imperial stuff and horse heresy based do you think they'll eventually get back into eldar necrons and orcs or is it just going to stay imperial i mean i get them just doing an imperial because then they don't have to have multiple lines of stuff and this still isn't a very popular game i think if it picks up more and more then they'll add that kind of stuff but as it stands right now it's just like heresy like they can print one box and it's good for every army yeah, I, I think they'll probably end up sticking with Imperial stuff. Maybe not forever, but for the foreseeable future, just because of that. They have the one sculpts, and then you just paint it how you want to. And, oh, I'm a traitor. Oh, I'm a heretic. Ah. But yeah, looks cool. I'm excited for it. I want to I wanna read the rules and see how it plays with Titanicus. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, What next, Tony? There's been some stuff I think you definitely uh, appreciated in this stream. <laughs> yeah, they, um, so we talked about the Lancer coming to Plastic. But they're also bringing the Karastis uh, Archaeon and Castigators, which is the uh, the sword and machine gun dude and the giant chainsword and flamer dude. And it makes me wonder if this is going to be like um, the Questorus kits where it's one kit with all the options in it or if they're going to be three different kits. Because like these things are going to run 200. Like it's got to run 200. It's got to run the price of a Dominus Knight. I would assume that it's one kit with all the options just because it would be easier to sell it with, you know, it's, it's the same body. It just has yeah, different the, shoulders and heads and arms. Yeah. And the shoulders aren't very different. It's, it's just the plates and the arms. Yeah. I think, uh, what is it? The castigator, like it's an additional plate on top of the shoulder pads that the other one has. Is what it looks like from these pictures. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I, it's, it, like it's probably one guard. kit. Because the, the arm is probably the same, and then it just changes at the elbow, so you could change it to the machine gun or the flamer. Yeah, but, I uh, mean, they all have the that, rule now in 10th edition where they can tank shock for free, even if another thing has tank shocked, which is really fucking good. Yeah, I need to reroute all the rules. I don't know what tank shock is off the top of my head. Uh, it's, it's like mortals on the charge. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, these are gorgeous kits, though, and, uh, these are the ones that are like almost $400 in resin. So uh, the fact that they're coming to plastic is really nice for the people who only have a little bit of disposable income instead of a lot of bit of disposable income. What's uh, what's the next big one for you? Because I know there's one that I figured you were kind of excited about. Um, well, they have the um, the Cities of Sigmar uh, Dawnbringer Crusades box coming, which we knew was going to be coming at some point in the near yeah. future. Uh, the box they showed has the uh, the footmen that they showed off previously. It has the cavalry guys that they showed off previously. It has the free guild marshal that they showed off previously. But there are a couple of new models in it. So there's the uh, what is it? Alchemite War Forger. Yeah, it's a dude with a big pot full of fucking steaming soup, and he's got a little uh, stabby, stabby brand. So, because it's all uh, actually based, so it's all like fire themed, which is pretty interesting. I, I think it's uh, melted okay. gold. It might be, or it might just be just random box of soup. Just here's your, here's your bowl of soup. Everybody loves uh, soup apparently. cubes. Does that mean he's holding fucking bouillon in his cute in his little? Yeah, he's just got a little pincher with a bullion cube. The bullion badass. 
the foot soldiers are called steel helms, apparently, which uh, I really like that they show off more sculpts of them because uh, they just look like dudes, which I like. Like, they're not crazy muscular or anything. They don't have wacky proportions. They just kind of look like some dipshit peasants that got drafted into the military, and it totally shows. I like it a lot. Toothless dude holding just a stick with a nail in it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the banner bearer guy who's got like, oh, here's my relic. That's a broken sword in a box, and you can see he's got like one tooth. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got, uh, the, got the banner bearer slash musician. Yeah, fucking here, carry both of the heavy things, guy. Oh, I'm already out of breath. Let me, let me play my musical <laughs> instrument. Honk. Well, that's fun. And then they showed the cavalry off exact same options that they showed in the previous one. Dude with the uh, the helmet with the stag helm and all that. That's fun. But the other big one they showed off was the Free Guild General on Manticore. Jesus. Fuck, what a is model. Fucking cool. Oh, man, that is such a rad model. Especially when you compare it to the incredibly chunky, goofy-looking Manticore that the Chaos guys had back in uh, Warhammer Fantasy. What a nightmare this would be to paint, though. Yeah, that mane. Holy shit. If you because they have like a gradient on on the coloration of the mane as well as all the highlighting, which is just bonkers. Ah, it's so cool. Big big scorpion tail, like the 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 palanquin kind of thing that the general's on. Of course has a, a like a box with six like saint heads or something in it, or maybe four. It looks like six from that angle. I think it's just four, isn't it? Might be four. Some some multiple of two uh a bunch of like like saint heads or something in it um it's just i want this to convert to chaos though i want this from a slaves to darkness because my manticore is not this cool yeah god it's it has an option between a mace and an axe <laughs> well it's getting an axe and it's getting that twin tail comet snipped off yeah not a really really rad model i uh that the rest of it's pretty fun like if you like the city's aesthetic that they've been showing off it's a good one everything's just pretty straight and narrow down the line and this is the one like big standout this is just a cool fucking model yeah everything's so just like baroque and like old school like bohemian looking that i just absolutely love it yeah i like i'm not gonna do what i always do and be like oh i might get into this army but i might get some models for this army to convert to chaos <laughs> Yeah, like, this will be a cool army to do. Don't get me wrong. I would enjoy it. I've always loved the human aspect of everything. Go figure. I'm a guard player. I want to see the the whole range once it's out, because yeah. this might be one of those ones where this is the launch box, and then they still have more stuff that they're going to leak out. So uh, we'll see, like, you know, if they have artillery, if they get, like, trebuchets or something cool like that. Since they're going pretty heavy, like, you know, late medieval era with them. Well, I, I think catapult, like a wheeled catapult or a wheeled ballista would be more on brand for them. Yeah, or like an onager or something, yeah. But yeah, very cool box. I'm uh, excited for City's players to get their hands on it instead of this uh, Isle of Misfit Toys bullshit that they've had for quite a few yeah. uh, years at this point. Let's take some elves and some dwarves and some humans and... <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so... Uh, what else, Tony? I think there's. Uh, I think there might be one big thing that you're interested in that they showed. Yeah, speaking back to Old World, uh, they showed off the Bretonian Paladin Banner Bearer, and mm, God damn, these models! Like it's, it's 
plain like the old ones, but also detailed enough to really stand out. And God damn it, it's beautiful. It's got like the fucking big phoenix on its helmet. Uh, what's really cool is it looks like the little uh, fleur de lis on the bottom of this is actually sculpted in instead of having to hand paint a thousand of those things. God, that would be brutal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, I also love that they've got a flail because the flail you used to see on the old. Uh, but night Bretonians, but then you just never saw a model with a flail for so long. Yeah, it's a it's a very solid model. I don't think I like it as much as the on foot paladin. They say, though. No, that, that guy on was... foot paladin, gorgeous. This one, this one's very like yes, this is exactly what you want it to be. This, this is just like it's the old model but better. Yeah, like and I, I think I think that's remix. why this Bretonian range is so great is because instead of revamping and reimagining everything, it's hey, these were good models before. We know they had some issues. We're just going to refine them. It's, these it's the are old refined range. instead of redone. The old range with but with modern techniques is yeah, and I love it. They're great. They're clean. Yeah. They're beautiful. I'm I'm definitely interested to see uh, what it's going to look like once they release the whole army for sure. Yeah. What uh, what else you got that popped up on there, Andrew? I don't think that was pretty much it for the reveals that they did this week. Yeah. But uh, they did have one of their non-reveal specific thing where uh, we're getting gutter bowl apparently. Uh, which is I, I uh, thought we talked about that in the last episode, did we not? I don't think so. But yeah, it's just cheap and easy uh, street blood bowl apparently. Which uh, I have no idea how the rules for that are, uh, but they just released the pre-orders for it this week. 60 bucks for all the rules, so might end up picking that up at some point, because Street Blood Bowl sounds weird and hilarious. It released, the, the, the article released the day after we recorded last time. Ah, okay, that'll do it. Yeah, no, it looks fun. It looks hilarious. We still need to play Dungeon Bowl first, though. We do. Oh, speaking of hobby progress, uh -huh. Mm. I started building uh, the Dungeon Bowl teams. Oh, there we go. Something I was literally doing that like an point. hour ago when the power went out. Oh, God. I was like, well, I guess I could build <laughs> some stuff. Just put on my fucking headlamp. Hopefully it's holding strong for now. Well, it stopped storming, thank God. So, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, everything that's popped up since the last time we recorded, which is a pretty good bit. I'm glad we waited for the uh, the reveal stream. Yeah. Now, they did drop the rules for boarding action for 10th edition as well. And the new 40k app is fucking great. Yeah, nope, it's very smooth. Like, and well, and I love that you can click the fucking special rule and it brings it up right there. Yes, that it, helps it, so it much. It also has the nice little like lore thing where you can click on lore and it explains why that unit has that from the lore, which is a nice little touch. Shocking that uh, releasing a good app with uh, free rules is is something people actually really like and enjoy. Oh man, so uh, that was all the previews, that was Hobby Progress, that was Games Played, so now we're going to roll into a segment that we thought up the other night that we thought would just be a really fun segment. Uh, you know, we've talked about our favorite characters in Warhammer 40k universe, our favorite characters in fantasy, our, you know, wishlist style models, but uh, now we're going to talk about the top hats in the 41st millennium. Do you get it? This you get some... it? The top hats? Uh, some hard-hitting yeah. hard-hitting warhammer journalism cutting edge <laughs> journalism here so andrew here's the question do we want to yeah. just go back and forth or do we want to draft these so let's go back and forth because i think there's probably going to be a decent bit of overlap on this one uh, agreed agreed 
All right, uh, I will open it to you to start. Wait, there's one that we know is the best. Do we want to just take it off the table? Um, well, the one I'm thinking of is Warhammer Fantasy slash Age of Sigmar. I'm just doing 40k. Are we doing everything? Because there's a lot of hats <laughs> no, no, for no. everything. No, 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 just Warhammer 40k and uh, like the 41st Millennium. Well, I don't know which hat you're talking about oh, immediately. Okay, so then. You, you start with it. We'll go with that. It's okay. probably on my list, though. Uh, it is the fucking stained glass window hat. Or stained yep, glass yep, window hat. That's helmet. on my list. Yeah. For the Exorcist <laughs> pilot, which is a giant organ gun, but this motherfucker's helmet is just a giant, like, cathedral of stained glass. It's the yep. best helmet in 40K. Like, it it's, was the helmet it, that we if, talked about that spawned this discussion. Like, if it's not the best, bare minimum, it's top three. Oh yeah, I still, I still think it's probably the best. It might be one of the most notable, no matter what, because that's just such a wackadoo idea yeah. for a hat. Uh, all right, Andrew. So what, what do you have then? What's, what's your topping? Uh, well, looking through a bunch of stuff, I'm like, ah, oh, orcs got wacky hats, and then you know the Imperium has some crazy ones, but I'm thinking like, ah, Space Marines are overall kind of boring. It's like, oh, which mark of whatever. So I started looking through the Xenos range, and uh, I actually ended up getting drawn to Eldar as one of my first picks because okay. uh, they got some funky shapes, they got some you know elongated alien looking things, and I'm looking through the old range and seeing some of the goofy older models that are still in production. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I am going to start with the striking scorpions because <laughs> nothing says 40k hat like a big alien helmet that's got dreadlocks and fucking melta guns attached to the side of it. <laughs> Do you know what those guns are called? No. Are you ready Scorpion for this? Fangs? No. It's way better. It's the best pun in the 40k universe. What's it called? Manda blasters. Oh, you dumb <laughs> bastards. I love you so much. Isn't that the greatest? So Manda stupid. blasters. So we got a cool alien helmet with dreadlocks and Manda blasters. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, right? Oh, man. I can't wait to see their modern interpretation of this when they eventually release models for I it. I hope it's the exact fucking same. Oh, that would be beautiful. Same thing, but just good proportions. Yeah, right. The head not the same height as the rest of the body. Yeah, that would be nice. Like like the most recent uh, update of the of the range, all the uh, aspect warrior stuff. You well, know, what's weird? The old striking scorpions looked better. They're they're not bad. They're just proportions are a little silly. Yeah, fair. All right, we'll throw it over to you. What's your next hat? All right, so my next one is. It's a Necromunda hat, and it is this fucking, like, patty-looking hat on the Bounty Hunter Eros Slag Mist. It, do you know which one I'm talking about? It, it almost kind of looks oh, like yeah, the top I of a towel drum. It's awesome. It's a great yeah, it, it fucking looks, hat. looks like, great. It's really, like, wandering swordsman-looking, and, and he's got the fucking yeah, very, gas mask under it. It's good shit. Very, very, like, Ronin 40k kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's part of the Water Guild or something, right? I think he was originally, but like, if I remember my lore correctly, he has some kind of archaeotech like stitched into his body that he found in Necromunda that lets him steal people's <laughs> oh, water. Oh Jesus! And, yeah, like, he's carrying a number of vessels in which his precious supplies of water, stolen from the living bodies of others, slosh about. All right, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And so, like, I think I'm pretty sure he went rogue and just just steals water for funsies. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, why not? But man, but, it's a great model and a fucking cool hat. 
Great hat, terrible stat line. He's one of the worst bounty hunters in the game. <laughs> it's because it suffers from the same syndrome in GW. The cooler the model, the worse the model. Well, that w- if we go with that theory, that means the big potato has got to be the best model in Necromunda stats-wise. <laughs> he's a psyker. He's a really powerful psyker in Necromunda. He is. <laughs> I don't actually know stats off the top of my head, but it'd be really funny if he was like top three bounty hunters. God, that'd be the best. All right, what's, uh, what's your next one? All right, well, we're going to go with something that feels very 40K because it's uh, it's got a skull and it's over the top and silly. We're going to go with the uh, Kalexis Assassin, Ooh, which is the uh, the anti-psyker assassin. I actually who, uh, have that model next to me. Well, his helmet's about the size of his body, so that's a, a good start. It's got a cool, like, skull face at the front with this fuck-off huge islands, which is also a psychic uh, laser. Yeah, the and, Animus Speculum, I think is what it's called. And then it's just got all kinds of weird tubes and nodules and vials and just weird things popping off of it. And it's just, it's so fucking over the top. This person's neck has to be able to, he, he has to be able to like pull a fucking Buick with his neck. Because this thing has to be like 180 pounds all the time just balanced on top of his head. That's, it's just bonkers. It's so 40k. My next pick is also a just stupidly 40k helmet design and that is on the kill team extraction squad and it's the giant golden eagle on the judge dread helmet it's not as ridiculous as the old uh Arbides helmet was but since that's no longer production i didn't call it but this is just like you want to talk about fucking serious neck strength the eagle on this is the size of the dude's torso yeah oh man no, just, it's 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 so stupid we've made fun of the helmets in that gang before but man that that the leader's helmet's just yeah. absolutely ridiculous all right what's your next one all right so uh we got the uh I'm, I'm doing like a blanket one which might be a little cheating but just it's a gang so they all go together uh the elucidian star striders kill team okay uh which is it's the yeah. rogue trader and everybody with a hat is just a fucking wacky hat. So you got the you got the rogue trader herself, who has like a 40k pith helmet, but it's got a veil and these giant feathers on top of it. And she has a monocle that's like part of the helmet. Uh, she also has a neck frill that's attached to the veil, which is just absolutely bonkers. Uh, next up, you have the the tech priest in her gang, who's just kind of got like a normal helmet, but. There's just Tesla coils on his head. I love Tesla coil guy. He was on my list. (laughs) He's just got Tesla coils on his hat. Uh, After that, you got the medic who has like this weird Baroque helmet with a big eyepiece. And then there's just just like like a smokestack coming off the back of her head. It looks like I'm not. My first thought was maybe it was like extra lenses that could go to her big monocle. But no, they don't have any kind of like track rail system to go to her eye. It's just this weird big pulled back thing on her head. (laughs) There's the the assassin who looks kind of cool. She's got like this cool mask, like gas kind of thing. But then she's just got three random hair buns pulling out of it. But they're also like part of the hat somehow. It's it's very strange. Uh, she also has weird ass pads on her armor. Yeah. Just, just, she looks like she has pill bugs on her ass, but uh, that's not part of the hat, so we're going to move on. <laughs> um, there's a dog. And then there's a big, 
big arm, big a uh, big gun guy who just has a beret. He's the most normal hat in the oh, entire that's game. That's not a beret. That's just a fucking soft cover. But yeah, no, that's is the it? best. Oh hat. yeah, it is. That's a soft the cover, best yeah. fucking hat in this gang. It's just like your classic fucking army soft cover, or uh, as it's funly known, a piss catcher. But man, yeah, it's fucking uh, great. And then you have the normal guardsmen who have very uh, overdone helmets, but they're very swoopy in their design. They have like a mohawk crest on top of them. They're very kinda look- 60s sci-fi. Yeah, it kind of kind of has like a Flash Gordon's bathtub kind of look to it. <laughs> it's got very like weird swoopy golden designs on everything. So uh, yeah, I kind of cheated, but like the whole kill team, everybody who has a hat, it's a weird hat. Oh man, that that's okay. Um because I have one like that as well. Oh, good. And it's the Orc Commandos kill team. Excellent. Because it's the same thing. Like, the sergeant, he's got, like, a fucking, just a flat bill flat cap. You've got the fucking scuba grot, who's wearing, like, a zipped-up wetsuit with his fucking nose sticking out. The fucking, um... The, the burner boy with the welder mask. Yeah, the <laughs> rocket guy with the fucking crazy skull mask. Looks like the Punisher. But my favorite, I think my favorite, there's two of them in this that I love. Uh, it's the dude who has, like, the breaching ram, because that's just such a badass, like, helmet and mask combo. But then the fucking, like, Russian Spetsnaz beanie that the dude with the triple barrel shooter has on is just great. Yeah, when everybody else has a goofy hat, sometimes it pays just to be normal dude with the fun hat. He's just got a beanie. And then the others are just wild-looking gas masks, which are awesome. I really need to build that kill team. I've got one of them. It's a good game. It's a good team. I like it a lot. But yeah, that's... Uh, so there, I'll, I'll tit-for-tat you're using a whole warband. Because I was having a really hard time picking which hat to pick out of there. Well, that's that's exactly what I was doing with the Star Striders. Where I'm like, oh, Rogue Trader's hat's good. Oh, but the Assassin's hat's really <laughs> stupid, dude. <laughs> what, uh, what you got next? All right, next up. So I'm not going to go with a whole gang, but from the uh, the Corpse Grinder cult gang for Necromunda. Uh, you know him, you love him. It's Guy with Towel on his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got like the corn mask. You can see it's kind of got like the spiky arms that the normal corn guys have. But for some reason, he's just got a fucking towel over his head. For I, I guess he just wanted a hat on his hat because it's not a hood because it's going over everything and it's got like holes in it for the spikes. It's just a big fucking cloth on top of his head. There's no eye hole he can't see a damn thing so he's just flailing wildly with that buzzsaw on a string with this 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 fucking squeegee cloth on top of his head uh, uh, and it's the perfect he's the best person in necromunda bar none okay well i see your necromunda towel head Ooh, your necromunda yeah. guy with a <laughs> towel on his head uh, <laughs> i haven't edited that out and i will raise you necromunda dude with burlap sack on his head Oh, the uh, Yar of the bounty hunter, who's got a yeah. fucking sniper rifle and is just wearing a potato sack as a face mask. Because sometimes you just have to scavenge what you can find in the Underdark Necromunda. What, what good could it possibly do? I don't understand. Maybe it's just uh, fuck ugly. Man, fucking, it's so okay. ridiculous. It's just like. It's literally a sack with two eye holes cut, but the eye holes are very like Spider-Man or Deadpool looking where his eyes are like poking out them and I guess move with it. Otherwise, he did a very good job of cutting a very expressive potato sack. 
Maybe that's his art. Is his hobby is to make the most expressive <laughs> potato sack. All right. Well, we'll keep this Necromunda train rolling, and we'll roll into the Cador Redemptionist gang, <laughs> where uh, they just have a flaming brazier on their their head. It's just it's a it's a basket of coals on their fucking head. I don't know and what I could possibly go wrong there. I don't care how strong your power your faith in the power of the emperor is you don't have a top of a skull at the end of the day with a hat like that it's fine it's they're fine they'll they'll get better it'll be okay but yeah that guy's just got a he's just got a burning basket on his head and he's he's pretty thrilled about it i mean it's it's a great time for him <laughs> uh, all right so what's next for you not only is this one of my favorite fucking names in necromanda one of my favorite fucking hats it's durgan Killfist, who just has a chainsaw mohawk stapled onto his head i think we can say like blanket most of the goliath yeah. gang because there's a there's a lot of their their bounty hunters and name dudes who just have a chainsaw on their head oh my god yeah the, but this one it's like stapled in like yeah the just the chain chainsaw hat aesthetic from the goliath is it's just fucking top tier warhammer man it's such incredibly wacky bullshit. Oh, I'm absolutely I here for it. I love it. Uh, what else you got? I got a couple more. All right, we'll go with uh, we'll go with uh, uh, the sloppity bile piper, everybody's favorite Nurgle jester. So his hat's okay, but the thing is, his uh, his bonkin stick that he has, uh, it's the head of the previous sloppity bile piper who died. That's like the lore behind it. Is somebody takes up the mantle? Uh, so he's got a jester hat, but it's also a flail <laughs> there are like spiked heads coming out of the, the little indie bits of the jester hat and there's it's it counts as a hat but it also counts as a weapon which is very 40k that's fucking beautiful all right so my next one is just a fucking cool kick-ass helmet and that is the hooded helmet of lionel johnson because yeah, god damn is that an intimidating fucking helmet it's just all, it's all got of that, his helmets are amazing yeah but that one especially with the hood up over it it's got that like classic fucking medieval uh visor on it and just oh it's it's so intimidating looking what's yeah, up no, I, uh, yeah oh I, I i just want to paint that model i don't have dark angels i'm not gonna be one of those guys and start a dark angels army but i want to paint that model i think i should just get that model and paint him in crimson and gold and use him as my fucking uh tywin lannister for a song of ice and fire miniatures game by cool minis or not that would be pretty fun he would take up an entire movement tree himself <laughs> whatever fuck it i'll just use him as the ncu okay. Oh, that would be great to take up the whole board with <laughs> i mean he's got I claim the, the crown he's Bam. got the lions on his shoulder he looks like the dude who played tywin lannister it's true it's very charles dance i'm here for it charles i can never remember that guy's fucking name for some reason he's a good actor he i don't, I don't actor. know why he can't uh well flipping to the opposite side of the 40k morality spectrum we're gonna go with the uh the dark commune for the chaos space marines which are the the leadership of the chaos cultists uh so we got your basic dudes with uh you know their hoods and stuff there's the one guy who's like got a psyker head grafted to his body he's just got a bag over his head but then we got the leader of the bunch who's got like this crazy spiked cap that has it's it's like a pointy hood 
which you know that's not great but <laughs> it's got like three sets of horns coming off of it like she couldn't decide oh i'll just have the one no mm, go with two still not quite right let's put another set of spikes on top of it uh and then you have the personal bodyguards who just look like fucking nazgul like the like the return of the king version where they're all armored up very like witch king of angmar because it's a hood, but it's also got this cool spiky helmet on top of it. They could not decide on just one. Uh, Andrew, have you ever played Dead Space? Of course I have. <laughs> cool. So my next pick is Dark Eldar Rax, because those are just straight up Dead Space helmets. Ooh, let me double check that. Specific, uh, yeah, that is yeah, uh, that, like, very it's Isaac the, Clark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the helmet from Dead Space. They're just these fucking crazy grafted drug fueled dark eldar uh with very narrow waists they're very strange models on the waist side of it if i remember the lore correctly like all of the homunculus cults like move their organs to like this lump on their back so it's less likely to get shot oh that and they like that tracks they, they like cover it in bone and stuff like that because they're fucking wacky yeah but those helmets especially when they're uh they're painted with the eyes glowing like i saw that i'm like oh fuck that's dead space yeah, paint that nice and blue and uh, the industrial green, and you, yeah, you, you got Isaac Dead Space. Yeah, because the uh, the first picture that I looked at that I saw, it was like a black helmet with purple trim, and then that greenish blue glow, and that was just immediately what I fucking thought. Yeah, they do look like they're just they got. I know it's because they don't have organs there, but it just looks like they got really nice corsets going. On. <laughs> yeah, those corsets are tied way too tight, brother. You gotta you gotta breathe. Very dark Eldar. <laughs> Uh, you got you got any more oh there's plenty to go on uh we'll go with one that's a little more like esoteric and wacky we got the uh the Catan shard of the void dragon because maybe maybe it's part of his head maybe it's a hat i don't know but i'm gonna call it a hat because look at it it's got like four options where there's like eldritch symbols coming out of his head and it's kind of a crown and kind of his head and it's got lightning coming out of it and it's it's just bonkers and i like it a lot <laughs> it's kind of an honorable mention more than anything but it's just such a weird i didn't i didn't even realize until we started doing this that he has multiple head options well speaking of uh, multiple head options there's only one head option you should actually take on this guy and it's fucking boss snickrot whip ass night vision goggles uh that literally have metal teeth on the front of them so when he pulls them down he's more intimidating there's so many yeah. lenses on them and it's just fucking great like i love this model but man it's even cooler when the fucking uh, night vision goggles are pulled down yeah if you went with just the bare head option what's wrong with you yeah no i want to get snickrot to go with commandos and make like a commando kill team for boarding action that would be fun yeah uh i think that's what the box was for orcs it was snickrot and commandos and oh, a few other things shit, okay what uh I i've got uh three more do you have you have three? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. So next up, we'll uh, we'll pull a, a bit out of your book and go with the Attilan Rough Riders because uh, nothing says I good head protection him. in the forty first millennium like so much like a Mongolian hat with fur trim. But why not? Yeah, that'll definitely block a a bolt from a, a Chaos Space Marine or you know a slug from a slugga boy. You know? Oh God, yeah, that's that's the worst hat in forty k, Andrew. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know if it's the worst hat, but it's it's it's, it's silly. Up there. I love it. 
Uh, How about you? What next? Uh, I'm going to stick on my orcs for a second. Uh, and that is the pilot of the Megatrack Scrapjet. Are you familiar yep. with this model? He's uh, I have three. <laughs> good man. He's wearing a like leather aviator helmet. Like he's straight out of fucking World War One goggles and all. He's even got the big billowy scarf going in the breeze. Like that yeah, fucking the... oh that head. It's so good. Because the scrapjet, it's a it's a fight a bomber or a, a DACA jet that crashed and they couldn't get wings back on it fast enough so they just said fuck it and put tracks on it and made it into a vehicle <laughs> it's so good it's so fucking good oh i love it the the orc range across the board has some pretty goofy hats and i'm here for it yeah for sure. oh yeah um let's see another fun one that always stands out to me is the uh sicarian infiltrators for the mechanicus because they just got fucking r2d2 heads and <laughs> yeah. that's that's just great i'm i love that it's pretty it's, good. It's like if you if you gave R2D2 legs and a desire to kill. Oh, I lied. I now have three more. Sorry, I had one more tab pulled up. Oh good. You'll be happy. It's another orc. It's fucking flash gits and Captain Bad Truck's goddamn pirate hats. Because they're yeah, just, I mean, they just have like fucking like they just got off work at Long John Silver's and just fucking picked up some guns. I don't think they have to wear pirate hats. I'm pretty sure they do, Andrew. It is the '90s. I mean, you know, I didn't think of it that way, Tony. I'm sorry. What uh, what was the fucking movie that he worked at? Fuck, the restaurant that he worked at in Fast Times at Ridgemont High that sold the fucking uh, fish and he had to dress like a goddamn pirate. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. I don't actually know. <laughs> Ah, Captain Hook Fish and Chips. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta fucking love a good old fashioned pirate hat. Of course. I mean, it's it's thematic and perfect. Yeah. And you get a couple of different flavors. Well, I guess there's only two flavors of it because there's only the only the leader of the Flash gets wears it. And Captain Badruck has a pirate hat too, doesn't he? Am I crazy? I don't see his. Oh model. no, he definitely does. I think they removed it. I don't think they sell them anymore. What's a bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he had the piratist of hats. Well, I uh, my next one's, it's kind of a broad one um, because I, it's a theme that's across 40K. It's not a specific model, although I can call a few out. And it's just having fucking vertical weird wings on your hat. So yeah. shout out to all of the world eaters, uh, the thousand suns. The dark and, angels. Uh, the, at the Avatar of Kane, they just they just have big ass wings on their head for some reason. Uh, affectionately referred to as bunny ears, at least in the yeah. term of uh, the corn berserkers. Yeah, what, that's a weird style choice that I'm not sure I understand, but I'm I'm cool it's, with it. Well, a lot of them are like for world eaters specifically. They're kind of like worked to look like the mark of corn, which is cool. But like the ones that are just straight up weird flappy bunny ears it's just like hey that's just gonna get in the way every time you swing an axe you know right yeah that's just like your shtick you want to be swinging axes real good you don't want to you don't want to bonk yourself in the head with your chain axe unless i'm totally wrong yeah i don't know it's a it's it's an interesting aesthetical choice that's just prevalent across a significant portion of 40k and i don't know why (laughs) Uh, speaking of another aesthetic choice that's prevalent, 
That's Inquisitor's hats. Because as yes. a whole, they're just big-ass pilgrim hats. Just yeah, fucking nothing, nothing big. says the far-flung future <laughs> like fucking 1600s pilgrims. Yeah, right? Oh, man. But, like, every Inquisitor for a while had that fucking hat. And I just it's great. Just the big, wide, flat brim and just the super tall, like, not stovepipe, but, like, uh, like Protestant fucking salem witch trials hat let me uh, let me see what the actual what, what the name of that is uh the capitane c-a-p-o-t-a-i-n capitane flat top hat with a pilgrim or a flat top hat and a pilgrim hat is what they were called so yeah capitane hat huh yeah the more you know weird Cap- name for it Capotain, Capotain, or Copotain, depending on who who said it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the inquisitorial Capotain hat. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. What uh, what yeah, else you got? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two seconds. I lost mine. <laughs> oh, you're good. Apologies. Okay. Well, uh, turns out I am a little bit out because we did have a bit of overlap. I had uh, Goliaths and so forth on mine. So we'll just go to your last one then, Tony. My last one is High Marshal Helbrecht's Badass Loaf Helm. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> it's a pretty good fucking helmet, right? Yeah, no, that's like, that's one of the few options where it's like, no, you take the helmet every yeah. time. Yeah, oh no, hands down, you take this helmet. It's just this big fucking old school knight helmet, like that, that bug, I think it's called a Loaf Helm, right? Something like, I mean, his might be a great helm, because it's just like the flat top, like, head encasing one i think it might be a great helm um oh uh it's a crusader helm yeah definitely a crusader style <laughs> helm for sure yeah because the crusade yeah uh crusader great helm a crusader style great helm it's got just a big fucking templar cross on the front of it and it's just a big ass knightly helmet yeah uh, that's perfect um and then uh, some honorable mentions that I have. Uh, just all of the chaplain helms. Because oh, nothing yeah. says oh, cool, for, badass for sure, 40k for sure. like just having a skull helmet. That that one's just always awesome. All no, I fucking absolutely love that one. Uh, still, the the chaplain Terminator still one of my favorite models in the whole fucking game. Yeah, it's because it's one of the best models in the whole fucking game. So fucking good. For sure. But yeah. I think that might be uh, all of our current favorite hats of 40k. There we go. It is the top hats of the 41st millennium. And if we're dumb and missed something super awesome and obvious, uh, write us. Let us know because we're down to hear about more hats. And speaking of more hats, we will eventually do the Age of Sigmar best hats. Don't you fucking get us wrong. (laughs) No, that's going to be a fun one because, oh boy, there's some good ones, especially with all the new stuff coming out. There's some good fucking hats. You you think 40K's got some wacky hats. If you have not seen the Sigmar stuff, you are in for a treat. Oh boy, are you. I've got some wacky hats literally just sitting next to me right now. Oh, same. Yeah, I got got two shelves and about half of them are wacky hats. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, But uh, I think that's pretty much gonna do it for our episode this week um you know as always give us a uh, a like and a review it helps kind of get us out there a little bit helps new feet people find the podcast if you've got any show ideas questions comments uh insults weird pictures send them to us man we got a, a gmail it is dice like ice podcast at gmail.com 
Andrew and I both have Instagrams. He is the Brush Goblin. I am the mediocre minis painter. Uh, we have a Facebook that we never check and I never post anything on. We've also got an Instagram for the podcast, which is Dice Like Ice Podcast. With underscores. With underscores. I always forget the underscores. Uh, we also on... have a Twitter, but uh, we definitely don't use it. <laughs> Just like Facebook. Uh, we've also got a Twitch stream that occasionally we stream stuff on. Maybe we should stream some Hunt on that one day. Yeah, you can watch us be bad at Hunt or play Valheim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Although, man. I did get a Hunter up to 50 using mostly a bow, so I'm pretty proud with myself on that That's one. Yeah, that was a pretty good one, man. I'm, I'm proud you were able to do that, because I suck at that game. Something fierce. Poison arrows. Yeah, right. Uh, reset the fucking clock. <laughs> Poison's the best. Play Hunt Showdown. I know. Eventually, I'll get a poison ammo on a gun type, but I still don't think I do yet. Just gotta use one enough. Oh, good. We're at the... Hey, I've got a bone. I'm going to chew it hour from the moose over here. So enjoy, enjoy that crunch, everyone. Oh, man. But uh, Andrew, what kind of advice you want to leave us on this week? Well, last episode, I did leave us on some grilling advice. So I will continue that because it is about the 4th of July. So there's going to be a lot of grilling. Uh, so we'll start off with uh, don't do that thing that you see dads do in movies, like where you flatten the meat with a spatula for no goddamn reason. Oh. You want the juice to stay in the burger or the steak or whatever. That's what makes it tasty and good. Don't do that. The fat is the flavor. If you press it down, you're going to dry it out. Also, that's a really good way to cause a fucking grease fire. Yeah. <laughs> Because, again, you're letting all the tasty juice, which is grease, into the fire, which then explodes. Yeah, and don't uh, don't overcook the meat, guys. Like, don't make anything fucking well done. Yeah, don't be like a certain president we used to have <laughs> and make your burgers and steaks into fucking charcoal. That's just bad. That's terrible. Uh, another <sighs> fun thing. Calvin don't add Coolidge, man. Don't, yeah, fuck Taft. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, don't add your sauce until the end of the grill. If you put it on early, it's just going to burn. Like, I don't get why people don't understand this. Now, <laughs> marinade is a different thing. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yes. And also, but, you know, after you put the sauce on, you do want to throw it back on the grill for a minute to, to kind of caramelize it. A little bit. You want to, you want to cook yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, there will be some cooking time, but you don't start with a raw goddamn piece of meat and then put sauce on it. That's just not how it works. You're just going to burn the sauce. Yeah. Unless you're doing like a low and slow smoke, depending on your sauce, you could then. But I Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't put straight cold meat from the fridge right on the grill you want to let that get room temperature first there's a lot of things you could do to make your grilling game better guys it's not that hard it's really not it's really not but yeah definitely definitely don't fucking press the meat that's very goddamn sad to me yeah no, it's it's just ruining the meat then yeah for sure all right guys well you heard it here first don't mash your meat on the grill uh thanks for listening everyone and have a good night Goodbye. Dice like guys must be nice to play some games with your friends. Necromunda makes you wonder how friendships end. So flip that table if you're able and consult your charts and graphs. So let's have some fun. And get it done Or you can kiss my ass Thank you once again for listening. You can always contact us at DiceLikeIcePodcast at gmail.com or find us on our Facebook or Instagram also under DiceLikeIcePodcast We would also like to give a big shout out
to William James for our outro music and Scarlet Saturn for letting us use their music at the intro to our show. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.